Hi, this is Jack Tester, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. I always tell you where I am, and I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'll tell you that today is the first snowfall of the year. So I drove in today on snowy roads. It's November 6th, I believe, and sitting across from me is a guy that doesn't know much about snowy roads, Wyatt Tucker from Parks Heating and Cooling in North Carolina. How are you doing, Wyatt? Hey, Jack. Good morning. How are you today? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, a little bit of snow on the ground today. Well, you walked through the Skyway to get here, though, so. No, I went outside. I, we don't get much snow in North Carolina, so I, I enjoy it. I didn't, I didn't eat any snow, but I definitely a, was there. Make a snow angel by it? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to. I, made, I took pictures for my wife, sent them to my kids this morning, and they're like, what's that, Dad? That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's funny, folks, that, that come in from out of town, especially you southern kids, when they see snow outside, they'll sit and look at the window, just like a school kid, like, oh, look at that. Look That's at that true. snow. We had a, snow, a little snowfall two days ago, and there's a guy in from Florida, my age, and he looked at it like a little kid. I got to go outside and stand in it. And I said, go ahead. <laughs> it looked ridiculous to me, but you know, <laughs> I guess it's all what you're used to, huh? Yeah. That's so. true. But hey, thanks for coming. What brings you to town? Uh, here for the BPW. It's a business planning workshop. Mm-hmm. All right. So getting your business plan written for 2020. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got an interesting story, and I and I saw you on the, the attendee list, and I said, you know what, I want to have you come in and talk, because you have recently, are you the second or the third generation? Second generation. All right. And so you've actually done the transition from your father started the business? No, no, no. He bought it from Mr. Bud Parks in okay. 2000. Okay. And then he owned it up until the uh, end of last year, and then we finalized a lengthy and fun buyout uh okay this year all right so now is is your what's your father's name tommy tommy yeah yeah is he still involved uh no he's not okay uh, he, he's fully retired okay um he's doing a little bit uh he was a state senator uh-huh. for eight years and so he kind of um there's big nothing, on turn there's nothing political going on in north carolina no not at all no. not at all so yeah. uh but he's helping with uh doing some consultant work and helping out with uh, some nonprofit stuff up there got in raleigh it. got it well, that's interesting. So I want to talk about this. So let's, and, and, and we talked about this very briefly. I don't know where this is going to go, but we just said, look, in a transition, there's things you learn. In a transition, there's emotions you feel. There's things you look back on and say, wow, that was really cool. And there's things you look back on and go, oh, boy, I wish I could have avoided that. So we're going to go there. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. So when did you come into Parks? So I came in in uh, fall of 07. Okay. Uh, How old were you then? I was... Uh, 22 all right no no no. excuse me no no no. i was yeah 23 actually college kid yeah college kid i had I was the five-year guy so was i by the way yeah yeah so but i did um, it that's true right? and i was the first male tucker to graduate from college so okay. that was kind of my interview process or whatever to get in the business with dad so did you come right out of college right into parks i did no yes. kidding were you degreed to do that, or did you take something fun like yeah, I did? Yeah, I was a turf grass management major. Um, <laughs> okay, which is natural for a heating and air conditioning guy. True, right? very true. So I, I thought that, uh, you know, after, because I played baseball in my life, I played baseball in college and everything else, I thought it would be awesome to be a groundskeeper sure. at, at some major league ballpark one day. And Carl. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about Who? greenskeeper Carl from... Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I yeah. have a new name for you. No, yeah, so no, we wanted to do that for, uh, you know, that was my goal or vision, do that either okay. golf course or baseball field. But uh, I think at that time, in, in fall of 07, Dad had his biggest year ever in 06. Okay. And then, because they were primarily new construction, which I know uh-huh. is a, a next start cuss word around here. 
we'll get to so, that in a little okay. bit. Okay, you can go ahead and swear. Um, so we did. He did that uh, in 06, 07, Started lost a, a count or two and kind of needed some help uh-huh. in transition in that. But the main focus for me, why he wanted me in there, was is Parks had primarily been a new construction business since uh-huh. 1973. But before Dad bought it, he was a factory rep for ICP, and one of his biggest customers was Dewey Morris Jenkins. Yeah. And so Dad going and calling on them and having a relationship with Dewey and everything else, he saw the replacement side of it. Uh-huh. And that was what he kind of envisioned me as saying, hey, Wyatt, look, I've made a good living doing new construction, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to take zero changeouts, zero service calls, you know, outside of a warranty here and there. Yep. After the first year warranty with uh, the builder, never call us again, right? That was kind of the was philosophy the, back then. Probably the hope, too. True, yeah. true. Yeah. And uh, saying, hey, you know, here you go. Yeah. So you came in with no business experience, and Dad said, I want you to, to basically start a new department? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2007. Yeah. And so he, uh, you know, being a great communicator, said, hey, here Your goes. Dad is a good communicator, isn't yeah. he? No, no. He's well, he's not. a well, politician. Right, he is a politician. He likes to talk. But yeah. Um, so sent me to you know <laughs> Sandler Institute to uh, learn sales and okay. everything else. And I had worked on the during the summertime between like baseball and everything else. I'd work in the summertime and help him. Yeah. Start out washing trucks and doing things like that, and uh, really saw that side of taking care of the customer, doing things. Yeah that you know I, that was where I wanted to focus and were you okay with that mm-hmm. so you were excited about this opportunity yes I was okay so keep going yeah so went through went through that obviously the recession came and yeah. we went from 130 I think employees down to 29 um, one way very remarkable that my dad was able to take you know totally all new construction getting paid builders 60 90 days lose all that work lose all those employees and didn't have to shut the doors. And he, um, you know, didn't take a paycheck for two years, but he was able to, you know, withstand the recession and everything else and get through that, which I, I still to this day think is quite amazing, knowing him and knowing his personality, um, for him to do that. During that, though. Um, Did you take a paycheck during that recession? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to. I had to. All right. Uh, but during, during that whole process, he and I kind of butted heads – I didn't kind of see the big picture. I was really wanting to grow our department, our division, and yeah. didn't see it. And so we, uh, he, he told me to get out. He, he fired me in December of 2009. Um, and I said, really? yeah. So I went on down to Wilmington, North Carolina, thinking I was the man, had my state license and everything else, and I was just going to open up a shop at the beach. How old were you then? So that would be, I don't know, 25, 26. Okay, you, you knew it all, huh? Oh, man. Had had it. Everything. So large and in charge. True. Cash my 401k, ran like uh, I think maybe two or three service calls. You So you moved to Wilmington? Yeah, for six months, right? You just, ran two calls in six months? Yeah, something like that. You just party or what? Yeah, I did actually. Partied and lived on the beach and just kind of didn't take life serious. I had, uh, you know, thought about getting, you know, do, going and working for somebody else or going back to school or doing something like that. So you cashed out your 401k and just kind of lived on it. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, a lot of fun. But then, so turn, flip side, January 2010, I was down there for about a few months here, give or there. Yeah. I can't quite remember all that. But uh, Dad said, hey, I'm going to run for state senate. I need you to come back. So you fired you. Yep. 
okay. then and then brought me back because he had a couple other guys come in and try and run the department and everything else, and they really didn't do a good job. So what did I, you learn in that hiatus? We'll call I'll call it a sabbatical. You know, whatever you want to call it when you're down there on the beach, right? Drinking beer and that my uh, you know my my poop does stink, right? That I'm not I'm not that awesome. And that I don't have it all figured out. That's one way to say it. Right. Uh, It was a very humbling experience and learned that, uh, you know, business is difficult and it's really hard to get something off the ground. So I really admired that, you know, Parks always had done about 10 or 12 million new construction. And to get it to that, like, wow, that was, um, that's that's an accomplishment. And then, you know, on the the flip side of that is that I had a better opportunity of getting something off the ground inside Parks instead of. Outside of Parks. right, Right. So, so what, what led you, if I can ask, what, sure. le- what led you to, to walk away the first time or, or to be asked to walk away? What was the, what was the dynamic? What was the riff? I'm just going to say it. And you could say it's none of your business, Jack. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. Uh, my dad and I are a lot alike. Okay. And sometimes that can be, is great, but it's also bad too. So we were really button heads and, um, you know, we had at that you time. Say a we, lot of like, what does that mean? Because opposites attract and then. Yeah, that, you know, he, I thought that, you know, my poop didn't stink and I was awesome. And dad thought that, hey, you know what? I've given my son an opportunity. He's not really doing it well. He's kind of, you know, just coming to work every day, going home. And, you know, he's taking, he's taking it for granted, I think. All the entitlement, maybe? Yeah, a lot of entitlement. Yeah, good point. You might have thought that about you and and, and upon reflection. Was there some? Yeah, I I think there was. I think there was. I, I was you know, pretty much immature and I could see, I see his side looking back on it. And, yeah. um, but we were just clashing and, and didn't get along and fought all the time. And he just kind of said, it's a normal father son thing oh, too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm a dad and I had a father. Yeah. I remember and, and recall. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. Very, very tough. Very yeah. tough. So came back, you know, tail between my legs and what did you, if I can ask so you, you, you are a little humbled, mm-hmm. a little more appreciative of what you had at Parks, maybe realizing that this was a unique opportunity that, that you had. How had your dad evolved what you mean? during your absence? What, did, was he a different person or did he approach things differently or was he, or did you just, just kind of warm to the way he did things? I think internally he did, but he never vocally said anything. Well, what did, what did you what did you internally think? Well, he the the department kind of that I was started and everything else kind of fell to the wayside a little bit after you left. Right, right. Okay. And they'd had two or three sales guys, and and he was he was having to take all these angry phone calls from okay. customers and everything right. else. And so he never told me this, but I think he also kind of appreciated me coming back. Yeah. Well, you know, I I would think that you know your family and maybe there's a higher there could have been a higher degree of commitment even in your own unique way as a young man right versus an employee right true well and could be as simple as as he was you know tired of my mom complaining that i wasn't working there and he said son come back so your mom you know shut up and leave me alone about it you know (laughs) i do think it could be some of that too mom's in your corner oh yeah she wanted you back home oh yeah yeah she she did she did the payroll every single week for 18 years manually okay pretty pretty impressive so she's, yeah. uh, so she's that was in, her she's identity. in the business then she Correct. knows what's going on mm-hmm. right yep very cool very cool. so you came back in uh 10 is that what yeah. it was yep. 10 and then what happened after you came back well i knew 
I had this was my last shot. My dad will give you a second chance, but he didn't give you a third. <laughs> so I really had to take it kind of serious and and do those things. So uh, eventually got you know married. We started growing the business. Uh, was attending Linux events at that time. That was kind of only what we knew about. Fast forward a little bit. Uh, met Will and Shannon during that whole process. The Blantons from, from yes Fayetteville. Fayetteville. They have a and golf tournament today, I think. I think tomorrow. so. Yeah, I think so. Um, anyway. Anyways, good folks. So, yeah, great folks did that, and then we were at somewhere somehow, and they said, "Hey, you know, Wyatt, um, we think you should look at you know joining NextStar." Yeah, because um, you wanted to grow and everything else. And Dad was kind of gone, so he's he's in Raleigh from Monday till Friday. State senator, correct, and very hard to get a hold of and doing things, and kind of needs some process. Were you running the whole business at this time? No, I was not. Just the service side. Correct. Correct. Okay. Let me ask a question. You said. I want to delve into this a little bit further. So you, you said you came back and you said, this was my second chance. And with Tommy, my father, there's no third chance. I knew I had to kind of get it. What, so what, what behaviorally did you do different, if anything? Or just describe the different Wyatt round right. two versus round one. You know, think before you speak, I think. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and actually respect him okay. as a business owner, not just dad, okay. and challenge every single thing. Or you were challenging every single thing as a father before, and kind of yeah. being rebellious and thinking I, you know, right, right, was, had it all figured out. So, you know, coming back and being humbled on that, I really started to respect him and listen and just do what he tells me to do. Yeah, and and if I don't like it, it, yeah, 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 and, and move on, kind of grow up. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, that's a great story. You Thank know. you. Uh, and I met your father. He's a great guy, you know. And uh, But I understand the dynamic, right? And it's so easy to to say, hey, business is business and family is family. And, but, boy, it, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I, you know, but I like that old school mentality of that, too, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that some owners or some dads are uh, – they see rose-colored glasses. They're their children, yeah, and and are kind of don't take things as reality there, right? And know right. that they're they don't face the hard facts, right? And yeah. him being an him being an IC ICP rep and being in contractor stuff, he had seen some second, third generations, right? And so he he needed to give me that tough love, right? So that I you know because that was his biggest fear, and we'll we'll get to that later about the transition doing that was is you know just being a mess up, you know. Um, he didn't want me to be, and I, I think that was what he thought that choice was at the time, and we, we moved so on. Oh, cool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Sure. That's very cool, and that's a great message in there, but we'll keep going because I want to – you mentioned uh, – so you you bumped into Will and Shanna Blanton at a Lennox event, mm-hmm. and they were talking up next door, so you looked into it, and you joined. Yes. Right? Yes. So let's give people a snapshot today. What year was that? That was 2013. Okay. So that was six years ago. Yeah. So describe uh, parks today, then we'll go back to the transition. So people kind of know where you are today, and then we'll go back to kind of when you're transitioning the business. Sure. Today we're about 16, uh, 16 and a half million. Okay. Uh, about 60, 40 still new construction, and then 40% okay. replacement. Okay. Uh, all HVAC. All HVAC. All yeah. HVAC. Yeah. And your market is, it says Indian Trail. I have no yeah, idea Charlotte, it is. Charlotte market. Okay. Right outside. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So in that great market. Yeah. yeah. So we, but we've uh, kind of stayed at between ten and twelve million new construction penalty uh-huh. counts, and okay. then we just kind of, you know, the the remainder's been the service replacement and everything else. So about so it's sixty forty percent. So six million, mm-hmm. seven million of service replacement. The rest of residential new construction. 
Correct. Got it. So when did you decide, how did you, when did you and your dad ta start talking about transition? That's a good question. I think uh, probably 2017. So you came back in 10 and you just were a foot soldier. Correct. You weren't, did, did you own any of the business? I didn't own any of the business. I was kind of a sales guy. Okay. I uh, was a comfort advisor. Also were you showing the income install. statement? Were you at a, were No. You? No. Our, our controller, that was one big fundamental piece in Nextstar saved us was we had a really, really overbearing controller at the time. And I really, what I thought he wanted uh -huh. was to, you know, eventually when this, when my dad was going to yeah. get out to buy it from him. Okay. The controller had his eyes on the business. Yeah. Right. So he kind of kept everything very, very close. So never got to see any of that stuff. He kind of resent you? Yeah, he did. I, th I think so. And, and looking back, you know, um, why wouldn't he? Right. I mean, yeah. if if we met today, maybe different. Yeah. But um, he, you know, old tapes, as my dad would say. I think our controller had some old tapes in prior. Old uh, tapes. Yeah, like you know, old tapes meaning. It's hard for him when I made a mistake or did something to look back. Is is this you know the the immature Wyatt? Oh, is this so old tapes in his head of what you were like. Correct. The, the, the Wilmington yeah. Beach Wyatt. Correct. The nineteen-year-old Wyatt. Why not the. The slightly more discerning 28-year-old Wyatt. True. That. Okay, yes. Got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you were a, a sales guy selling replacements, kind of quasi-managing that department, mm -hmm. right? Trying to do it all. Yep. Slowly growing it. Is yep. that fair? Yes. So in 2017, what happened? Who came to who? Well, Dad was, um, he, he was ready to get out. Yeah. And... Um, we were really. And if he, I can ask, how old is your father at this point? My dad's seven years old at this point, mm -hmm. um, and you know, counting back with math and dates, I'll, I'll let you help me with that. But uh, you know, he he was really saying, "I'm in protection mode," and Wyatt, you're in grow mode. Got it. And that so kind of mentally, he had went there. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's not a. Yeah, I get it. Right. So uh, that started it, and um, he came to you with that with that frame of reference. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, and, and therefore, so finish that sentence, I'm, I'm in protection mode, you're in growth mode, therefore what? Therefore, you know, if you want to buy me out or you want to do, you know, you want to take over all the shares and do that, I need to see a business plan, a mature Wyatt, and a structured deal that I'm okay with and comfortable with. So he, he, he just said you need to do that. Right. Very black and white, old school. Did he, did he help you with it, or did you have to come to him with the, the fully baked plan? I had to come to him with the fully baked plan. He was always that way. Hey, present it to him and then let him make a decision. How did you create it? Uh, just relationships and people that I've met through Nextstar. Okay. So you, you crafted a business plan. Of course, you're here writing a business plan. So you have, Correct. Now you know how to do this, this routine, but thanks for coming. Yes. Right? And then you had to figure out how to, to pay. You know, he obviously didn't gift it to you, right? So you had to pay no. for it. Yes, I did. So you had some funding sources for that. Yeah, had, had to. Cash in your 401k again? No, no, had, no. To talk to, uh, had to talk to a bank. So, you know, I think that through that, getting that business plan, I learned a lot, right? You know, Tell I basically learned. You know, I had to get over the fact that, hey, I'm paying for my inheritance, you know? I felt like I thought. Oh, that, there's that entitled mindset, right? right? That it, it's very. It was very easy to go there. Sure. And you know, I had to learn that why you need to make this business profitable enough because you don't have that kind of money in your 401k or savings account to yeah. buy the, the the business. So take the take the profit and what you learned and what you mm -hmm. all the stuff through Nextstar, 
look at it as, hey, to get a bank to sign on a note to help you get your dad out and do those things, you know, take that hard work and that profit that you made as this is for you to, to buy it out instead of, yeah. you know, the entitlement of saying, hey, dad, I got you to this point. Right. Why can't you just give it to me? You know what yeah, I'm saying? I do. I do. I do. That's And, of course, in theory, you know, I'm, I, this is a terrible thing, but I'm going to say it. So you, you pay your your father for it and, you know, perish the thought he passes. I'm assuming you're still an heir. You still get it. Right. Right. Yeah. A little bit later. Yeah, a little bit later. And, of course, there's other siblings involved. And I don't know how that works. But, you yeah, know. We won't go there to this podcast. No. That's for sure. Well, we all have that. Right. That's what... Uh, yeah, it's all we all got that. No comment. No comment. <laughs> it's all good. So you had to, to to put together a plan. So you you did. You wrote a business plan. So had you did you know anything about new construction at this point? Yeah. So looking at that, Dad uh, at sixteen, we, he made a very good decision in my opinion. He kind of fired the controller okay. and did his typical. Hey, I, you know, I listened to you and your mom. You'll have to deal with it. I'm going to Raleigh. He didn't, like, technically say that, but that's what he did. So I had to really get in and dig in and learn the business. And thank goodness that I've been coming to business planning workshops. I had to resource the next star, or we wouldn't be in existence today. So you, went, you had to learn that business. Correct, correct. So by 2017, talking with the bank and, and talking with, you know, how I prepare and do all this, next star got me there. Got it. To be able to understand that. Of course, Nextar doesn't recommend you run a new construction business. But that's no, they okay, do not. They know, do not. But that's, that's another podcast. Sure. Yeah. When we learn from that experience, we'll come back here there in five or six years. Yes, sir. Anyway, it's all good. <laughs> um, no, uh, so so you, you wrote a plan, got some funding, sat down with Dad, and said, here it is. Yeah, so that was uh, 2017. Uh-huh. Well, we still had 2018, and the buyout didn't happen until 2019. Okay. What happened 2018? Cold feet. My mom, you know, this was our identity. Like I said, she oh, 18 years and every so your mom's involved too. Of correct. Course she, of course this is, is this is her identity, her yeah, life. She's been doing it for every week for it. Correct. And she saw when my dad bought uh, Mr. Parks out in 2000. She saw what it did to him. And oh, Mr. She, Parks. Yes. I mean, like he had nowhere to go. Well, no, my dad. Like you know, the stress of oh. having the debt, running a business. Got it. Everything that, goes what on in a business. Tommy, your father. Right. Right. And so her being a, a mother. You know, seeing that, you know, I, I paid a substantially more amount of money than my dad did. And, you know, my wife doesn't work in the business. Uh, she was very concerned and didn't understand quite why my dad was doing this this way. And that was a lot of So was she trying to challenging. protect your dad or you? I think both. Okay. I think both. Because dad didn't have a, he didn't have a plan after if this happened. You know, I kind of called this buyer. No, 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 no. Um, well, may have eventually been, but it wasn't at that time. Yeah, and they're very black and white people, and I, and they knew I think deep down in their heart that once this happened, that they were going to have to be out, and so my mom had a little bit of that. Oh wow, because she's seven years younger. My dad, this is her identity. She's not going to be able to go get a job anywhere else, so she had to deal with that. But also, she was concerned about her son with the stress and the pressure yeah. and everything going to buy out. Yeah, and then my dad, um, you know, now what? He's retired from the Senate. He's He's going to sell his business. You can only bird hunt so many times, you know, only a certain part of the year. Yeah. What do you do now? So all of that, there was a lot of family dysfunction and dynamics in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, did you just need to sit on things? Did you just, did, did, did it, like, I'm going to sit and think about this? Did you keep talking or did you just give each other space? 
there was times where we talked and where we didn't. You know, my dad did uh, promote me to general manager, to which so that kind of shut me up for a little bit. You know, because I was still pushing. I'm a let's get it done. Let's let's yeah. you know while the iron's hot. Um, Time kills all deals. True. I heard that from somebody. Yes. Tom Swift told me that once, and that's a pretty cool statement. It's it true. Does. If you wait, if you take long enough time, you can kill anything. Right. Yeah. And and so we had a uh, on-site Gresham came. Yeah. And one night we went to dinner. Okay. And you know how Gresham is. Sure. Right? Gresham Bar is one of our business coaches. Yes. Yeah. And he kind of pushed my parents in saying, "Hey, what would it take for you to trust Wyatt to 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 you know buy the business and." And do those things because that was my dad and mom's biggest fear was trust. Well, not the trust that I wouldn't screw it up. The, 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 so they were they were they were worried that it it would you wouldn't make it right. Yeah, I get that. But they never had an answer with Gresham on what it what needed to happen detail okay. for them to be okay uh-huh. to 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 make it happen. Uh, so that. That was very eye-opening for them. See, it's interesting, though. The bank was paying you, paying your father. Yes. Right? So he wasn't holding the note. No, no. Well, he had the first original deal. He has a, uh, a small promissory note at the end. Okay, right? Not it. Not the whole thing. Got you know it, how the bank it. is. Yeah. Um, and so the the part of it was, was my mom, you know, she was like, hey, why don't you just pay your dad a certain amount of money for the rest of his life and be done with it? Get the bank out of this right. deal. And yeah. so dad said, you know, hey – Okay, but if he screws it up, then right. I don't. This is this is my retirement. This is this right. is all I got. And so he he was not going to do that deal, and, and he, he stuck comes to back his, guns. In his lap too. And right. He's, yeah. Right. And so he didn't he didn't want to do that. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, that can be a challenge. So what what so Gresham's pushing, and what would it take? And there was no answer. So then, therefore, what happened? So I finally just had to take the reality. And somebody told me one time said, Hey, Wyatt, people buy businesses every day. You know, you're scared about the money. I kind of yeah. had gotten down on myself about it. The deal had kind of stalled. How am I going to do this? A little bit of entitlement came in. Like, man, why am I paying for my inheritance? Um, all of those yeah. internal things went ahead. But somebody said, hey, Wyatt, look, every, people buy businesses every day. Why can't today be yours? Yeah. Wow. You know, something that simple. So I got over that and, and went to the uh, – did all the hard work to get everything together for the bank. And Dad and I, we had uh, two meetings, and we did it in a public place about talking about the price and how it would lay out and what it would do. Why'd you, you mentioned public place. Is that significant for what reason? So that <laughs> we didn't, you know, no get, shouting, yelling. Get like into no phys- it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, kept it business. You kind of knew. <laughs> that's good. You know, that's good personal reflection, though. We better meet at a restaurant here. Mm-hmm. Where everybody knows us, so that we don't get in touch. Right. Right. Yeah. Somebody else can call nine one one if they had to, but no, <laughs> my um, money's on Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. So it, so we got we got to the uh, agreement. Yeah. I had talked to people that were that were helping me out with it and said, hey, that, I think that's a reasonable price. Yeah. I think the request of your dad is fair. So then the bank, you know, we had to draw up all that for them. Yeah. Had attorneys and blah blah blah, and uh, you know, got it done. Wow, what day, what, when was it done? Do you remember the day? The whole 100% shares transfer everything else was June, July 1st. Of 2019? 2019. This year? Mm-hmm. How'd you feel that day? Broke. I bet. Right? What do you I, mean? Oh, broke. mean broke like I don't have any money? Yeah. Well, that and like, okay, now what? 
Like, oh, uh, like the, the dog chasing the bus and finally caught the bus? Yeah. Like, oh, no, what do I do with it? Right. Like, right. my dad kind of, like, when we got up and we walked out, I think we are kind of let down. You know, a little bit like, this is it. You know, there was no, like, you know, big song and dance. There was no, you know, we... Was, you, was it a little melancholy for your father, maybe? Mm-hmm. I bet. Yes. Yes, it was. I can see it. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he we had a month or two prior once we knew everything was approved and it was just kind of, you know, paperwork, blah, blah, blah. We had a breakfast for him for employees, and that was kind of an emotional time, you know. Um, so we had already done that, but when we signed it and got everything finalized, it was a little melancholy, you know, because yeah. he's still my dad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I have to imagine, you know, in that moment that there's got to be so many different emotions from pride to, to maybe regret on some level or, you know, just confusion. Yeah. You know, it's, it's probably it's not one word, you know, like you no. go hunting, you shoot a deer, like I feel great, man. Right. That's awesome, man. Right. But this has got to be so complex on both sides of this thing that you sometimes you probably didn't know what to say. No, that's true. Right. Like I feel five things and he's feeling five things. So there's. What the heck you talk about? Nice day out, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, like, geez. When did it, so did did the, uh, how long did it take you when you started in the business on July 2nd now, going forward? Did it feel, or is it yet natural? Is it normal? Yeah, yeah 2019, you know, they kind of had moved away. Okay. You know, from January, because we agreed to a price in January, and... Mm-hmm. So he kind of was was out. There was a possibility him running for that congressional seat there. Oh yeah, that, that you know District Nine thing with that whole all that stuff. Is so is that gerrymandering going on down there? Yeah, it was some like all, all, I, I never really got into politics about okay. it, but that so that was a big deal. Um, and, and so they were out, and that kind of was a transition. You know, then we had to deal with my mom, and she got real real sick oh. once we kind of went to the deal through the deal, and we okay. had to you know switch payrolls and. So we did a lot of dynamics. So June 2nd wasn't like, okay, like now what? Like what am I going to do? Or it's like, we got a peer group coming up in October. Dad, right. see, I got to get back to work, okay. you know? So did it, did it. So he, he really wasn't in the business that much. Mm-mm. So it was kind of, it was the Wyatt show at that point. And Correct. so people that were uh, orientating with you and no one was going to Tommy behind your back, chatting about stuff. You were, you were really running the show. Correct. Right. So there wasn't a. Didn't go like that. Right. Right. Well, thinking on that, if there was, I, I just briefly want to speak on this. Yeah. My dad came to the, you know, the your event in, in December, the pheasant hunt. Yeah, my pheasant hunt, yeah. And not to get emotional, but we were sitting in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning, and he said, son, I'm proud of you. And that was one of the few times that he had said that or done that. And the reason it was is he knew the peers that I associated with yeah. through Next Star. Right. He had met everybody on that hunt? Correct. And he knew I was with good guys, people. Yeah, that would take care of me and help me. And so that was a, that was a, a proud moment in my eyes. I bet. I yeah. bet. Well, that makes me feel good that yeah. we had a great time, and Tommy sure enjoyed himself. He did. You know, and, he did. And, uh, you know, he told me something that hunt. He said, I'm sitting back watching all this go on, and watching your dogs work and watching everybody hunt. I just, that's what I just like to do. So I can just see him just probably just sitting back. Not He, he was talking about he was doing a pheasant hunt, and he was kind of on a high point just kind of watching the action. But I'm, I guess what I'm saying is he was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
on a broader sense with you as a son, just integrating with smart, high-quality business owners and seeing you engaged in conversations that he probably never thought you'd have and that, that dumb kid in Wilmington who's, True. you know, having a beer on the beach, you know, that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, here's this mature young man. Correct. You know, hanging out with good folks. Yeah, because he, he didn't go to many events or do anything, so it all was First just kind of First time I met him. Out. Yeah. Right? So that, that was good. That was a big deal for us. I bet. So that was a that was what they call a corner turner, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's so cool. That's so cool. Well, this has been a fascinating journey, a fascinating story. And uh, how's the business doing? Business is doing good. It, right. um, timing's everything. So 2019 for me has been a wild ride. Yeah. And and don't have time to get into all that. But I think the other thing that held my parents to the fire about getting the deal done and everything yeah. else was we had we had a peer group. Yeah. And uh, I had next to our formal period. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I had recruited a lot of people, and some people told me, you know, maybe Wyatt, this isn't the best time to do it. But I'm not that way. Like, hey, if we committed, we're on the sheet, we're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, did that help? That did help. It, it, it was the perfect timing for me. Yeah, because you're starting a new a new chapter, right? Right. And you and you got some incredible people coming in there. Yes. Eyes on the business, you know, to give you some advice and counsel for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of work. But, you know, so anybody listening to this out there, you know, as brutal as it may sound and everything about what happens at a peer group, you know, I got the two bottles of lube sent to me. It's had some funny stories about all that's that. unusual for you. Yeah, a yeah, little okay. bit, a little right. bit. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, sign up. Yeah, it, it, it's a great thing. And, and people do care. Yeah. And, and there's no ma- secret sauce or anything. Just do what they tell you to do. Yeah. And, and it, it, it all works out. So, um, I owe a lot to the organization, Nexstar, and I owe a lot to the people that came. Yeah. Um, and, and just everybody shortly after that followed up with me, Yeah. made sure I was okay. Um, I kind of – it was my awesome time of, you know, people are looking at me in Nexstar now as, as an owner. Before right. just the son of the, son of the boss. And I felt like this was my hazing event of, you know, transitioning from, oh, you're just general manager, Wyatt, to – you know, you kind of join the boys now. You, you own your own business. I think there's – nobody said there's a sense of respect, but I felt like there is now because I can, I can come to the table the same as, you know, all the other guys that I associate with. And that was a hazing process, but, you know, now, now I feel like I'm, I'm in and just going to do what they tell me to do. I've heard about four different rites of passage on this conversation, which is so cool to go from this entitled kid to a good – steward of a company and an employee and getting through that and then having your dad say he's proud of you and then having your peers walk through and kind of make that transition and 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 that journey's fascinating well done man thank you well done what a great story yes uh, thank you i we'll do this again okay because okay. your story's still being written and it's a darn good one and uh, congratulations to the tucker family too for those folks that might listen to this on not every business successfully transitions and it takes a lot of effort from first second third and all those folks and i know it's not easy and uh, we we discovered in 35 minutes what took a lifetime to accomplish right and more to tell so i thank you thank you jack all right and thank you all for listening this very interesting episode of leadership lounges jack tester with mr wyatt tucker and we will catch you next time thanks so much